Hey guys, we're back with another episode. And this time we're going to discuss the territorial conflict over the Kashmiri region. Yeah, and first we'll give you guys a bit of background and context. So this conflict is primarily between India and Pakistan, with China playing a third-party role. The conflict started in 1947, after the partition of India and the creation of the new theocracy of Pakistan. The conflict emerged when both India and Pakistan claimed sovereignty over the former princely state of Kashmir and Jammu. So our question is, how does the partition of India over 70 years ago lead to Kashmir becoming one of the most disputed places on earth? So in the mid-1800s, India was a mix of several hundred provinces and princely states under British rule. And when India won independence and the British left in a rush, they decided to split the region into two. Pakistan, which had a Muslim majority, and India, which had mostly a Hindu majority but was secular. And under the terms of partition, more than 550 princely states within colonial India that were not directly governed by Britain could decide to join either country. And then in most cases, the ruling monarchs aligned with the inclination of their people. One of these princely states, for example, was Jammu and Kashmir, which was right along the new border of Pakistan and India and had a majority Muslim population. But it was governed by a Hindu prince called Hari Singh. Unlike most of the princely states which aligned themselves with India-Pakistan, Singh wanted independence for Kashmir and decided to remain neutral. At this time, Singh signed an agreement with Pakistan that allowed citizens of Kashmir to continue trade and travel with their new country. India did not sign a similar standstill agreement with the princely state. So as the violent process of partition continued, the government of Pakistan tried to pressure Kashmir into joining Pakistan. Since Kashmir was a Muslim-majority state, with the help of Pashtun tribesmen, Pakistan took over much of Western Kashmir and Singh asked for India's help in expelling them from Kashmir. However, India's military assistance was conditional on Kashmir becoming a part of India, which he actually agreed to. This sparked the first Indo-Pakistan war in Kashmir in 1947. Singh signed the Instrument of Accession, the document that aligned Kashmir with the Dominion of India in October 1947. Kashmir was later given special status within the Indian constitution, a status which guaranteed that Kashmir would have independence over everything but communications, foreign affairs, and defense. And what happened after 1947? So there is currently a boundary between Pakistan-administered Kashmir and India-administered Kashmir, known as the Line of Control. It was originally a military front established by ceasefire in 1949, but it was formally named the Line of Control in the Simla Agreement signed in 1972. Let's back up a bit. What were the terms and conditions of the 1949 ceasefire? Well, the UN Security Council organized a ceasefire that number one set borders across Kashmir with Pakistan controlling one side and India the other and number two it also asked Pakistani tribesmen to withdraw and Indian troops to follow so that Kashmir could hold a direct vote neither held up their end of the deal and the vote was never held so then the second Indo-Pakistani war happened in 1965 with a huge amount of casualties on both sides the third Indo-Pakistani war happened in 1971 but the focus wasn't in Kashmir it was in East Pakistan Here, India helped rebels fight for independence and in turn defeated Pakistan. This region became the new country of Bangladesh. So in some ways, Pakistan lost its eastern half, which added value and significance to Kashmir. The line of control became heavily militarized as both countries deployed planes, tanks, and artillery. Then there was a fourth Indo-Pakistani war in 1999, also known as the Karjil conflict, 
was an armed conflict fought between Pakistan and India from May to July 1999 in the Karjil district of Kashmir and elsewhere along the line of control. And it lasted from the 3rd of May to the 26th of July of that same year. It was also called the world's highest war because it was essentially fought in the mountains. So now let's talk more about the current crisis in Kashmir, which brings us to 2019. So after partition, India administered Kashmir was given a special status, which basically guaranteed them independence over almost all of their affairs. This special status was outlined in Article 370 of the Indian Constitution. It was abrogated by the Indian government in August 2019. Mass curfew restrictions and a communications blackout were imposed across the region. Markets and roads were closed, which had a knock-on effect on the economy with the price of food, transport, and rent skyrocketing. Moreover, hundreds of political leaders and activities were detained during this time. A year on, this crisis has been relabeled as a coronavirus lockdown, but the communications blackout is still in place, and there's no sign of curfew restrictions being lifted. There is no internet other than 2G service, and hospitals are not fully functional, despite the ongoing pandemic. Schools have been closed for one year. An estimated half a million people have lost their jobs, with offices and companies shut down, manual labor forbidden, and no daily wages. Unfortunately, this means that many people within India-administered Kashmir are reliant on humanitarian aid, since their livelihoods and income have been severely impacted. They are restricted in their movement, and there are food and medicine shortages within the region. So in conclusion, Kashmir is still the stage for a relentless conflict between India and Pakistan. Clashes between the Indian military and Kashmiri militants, killing many unarmed civilians and forced to flee the violence. The stakes are raised even higher because of Pakistani and India's role as a nuclear armed nation. Beneath all of this history is Kashmiri wish for a louder voice in the matter that constantly gets suppressed by violence. As a Kashmiri puts it, the best way to handle the Kashmiri situation is to have dialogue and to hold a referendum, yet both of the countries are not doing anything as such.